your skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. I can throw in, yeah, I think I have generic laughing, I can put that. That would really sell everything we talk about. Boob farts. Boob farts. Razzleberries. 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 Recently, I showed Sir Booberry, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Great show. Starring the wonderful Henry Zabrowski. Love that, man. Of last podcast on the left fame and uh just talking about last weekend with uh disc of dracula man i i wish i knew that you were a fan sooner you could have gotten in on the birthday present that's all right um there'll be other shows but no yeah they uh i was talking to ben and he was like we're gonna be grounded for the next couple months next year maybe really um, because they were they toured all last year they went all over the world they no, went to no, europe no, i didn't know that they went to europe they went to canada and they they went to the U.S. And, um, like, all over the U.S., almost every state. And it's wild to think about that they've been doing this for, like, seven years. And only really in the last two did the Patreon really come through and get them toured. Yeah. They make 20000 a month just from the podcast, not even counting, like, their day jobs. Do just ha- from last podcast. Do they have day jobs? Absolutely. Yeah. Henry, Henry's obviously an actor. Ben oh, does stuff true. on Fox News. And oh, that's Marcus true. runs the entire Cave Comedy Radio. Hmm. Um, so that 20000 that all those happy patrons have been throwing at them, about 22, 22 grand a month, got them touring. Which, like, what a wonderful world we live in. That, that three talented people can do that. Um, but set yeah, up, set up uh, thing, we started watching thing. Your Pretty Face. And it's just... I'm so happy it got renewed for fourth season. I remember one of the first things I asked Henry is like, "Fuck, like you, you haven't, you haven't. No one has said anything. Season three ended like a year ago. Like no one, Adult Swim, no one anywhere. Like every site says that it hasn't been renewed yet." And Henry was like, "Oh, we're going to film part two of season four in November, so I'm going to be in Atlanta, pretty much." Nice, good. And yeah, just knowing that they have a season four coming is just fills me with glee. Georgia seems like a pretty hopping place for for filming lately. Atlanta is a hub. Yeah, because uh, like you, Walking you got, Dead and you got the country, the rural countryside, and you got great film sets. Yeah, and you also have a huge fucking hub of the city. All mm. of it's right there. Um, what else? What else do I want to talk about? We went to a horror-themed convention this morning. Uh, what did you think of that? Oh, that was cool. I mean, I, I probably would have. I guess I probably would have been more excited about it if I was more of a fan of like Walking Dead. Walking Dead, yeah. It, it was Walker Stalker in Philadelphia, but they also did like there were people from Sons of Anarchy, like fucking Ron Perlman. Ron, to stare at Ron fucking Perlman. Perlman. Um, he's a beautiful I, human. He's fantastic. He's a great guy. Um, and 
like Tom Savini was there, and like anyone who's a horror horror fan knows who Tom Savini is, master of special effects. I did enjoy listening to the dudes from Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> we went to the first panel of the day, and we weren't there very long. We we knew we had a busy day ahead of us, and it was free. So we pretty much just walked around for like two and a half hours, and we just happened to be there during the panel for when Rocco and Sean Patrick Fan, uh, Flannery were talking, because Norman Reedus was too busy. He's the reason that that this fucking con exists. Yeah, he wasn't He's there. the most busy maybe, person. Maybe Carl. No, it is definitely not. Oh, well, Reedus. no, it's Norman Reedus, but, like, but next Coral's in line very, is Coral. Yeah, Coral! Coral! So, like, we we walked past the line for Norman Reedus. I couldn't was, even see Norman Reedus. No, we actually There's couldn't. There's so many people. You could see everyone else. There were people from uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead there. I saw, like, a um, glimpse of Norman with his yeah. hat. I, uh, I made I made nice eye contact with Eugene oh, from nice. afar. Nice. <laughs> that, was, that was good. It's romantic. Um, yeah, funny guy. Uh, my father took pictures with everyone from the <laughs> Walking Dead cast that was there shirt. today, and he was wearing he was wearing a fucking shirt that was Fozzie holding a rubber duck, and it said Waka Walking Dead. <laughs> I was fucking crying when I saw that shit, but um. He sent me his pictures just now. So, uh, Lori Holden, Andrea, mm-hmm. first couple seasons, Herschel, uh, Jesus, Morgan, Abraham, Rosita, and Eugene. Did they just get home or something? Yeah. Cool. Coral. <laughs> uh, Ross Marquand. It's like book three. And then fucking Jerry and King Ezekiel. <laughs> the best fucking picture. <laughs> It's like Maui in human form. Essentially. <laughs> anyway, uh, fucking, I, I had a blast, and Sean Patrick Flannery uh, just talked about funny shit that has happened on set with Norman Reedus and Rocco uh, during both of the Boondock Saints movies, and he talked about Willem Dafoe for a little bit, and that was just funny to listen to. And you, <laughs> you son of a bitch, you got me to spend $50. Hey, man. <laughs> I didn't hold a gun to your head. You no, chose you to spend that money. So you collect uh, pop vinyl Funkos. Yeah. And, um, or Funko pop vinyl. Whatever the fuck you call them. They're little fucking action figures. They're little, yeah. Not even. They don't even move. They're just Some little, little statues. Okay, that's cool. Um, but you, you have like a very vibrant collection and I've always stayed away from them because I thought it would fuel the collector. Oh, me. it does. It for sure does. I, I feel like now fr- from this point forward, like paradigm shift in my existence, <laughs> wherever I go from now on, I'm always going to like, like peripherally, like look at the, the See, pops the, from across the My wall. thought is like, I'm going to walk somewhere, like whether it's, uh, like, a like a secondhand type type of store mm-hmm. or, you know, like a big box store. And I'm going to see one that I know is like $150 priced regularly. And I'm just going to snatch it up and I'm going to have like, I'm going to make a steal. Cause I, I, like I told you the, I have the one that I picked up at the one store. It was like $20 in the store, but it's like a $60 pop. So mm-hmm. I made forty dollars for my purchase. Well, well, so. what I was gonna say was the two I got are just the two versions of Pennywise yeah. <laughs> that exist in the world. Uh, Actually, Tim, there's another Tim one. Curry and, and Skarsgård. There's another version of the Skarsgård Pennywise with teeth, and they're like bloody. I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see it there either. But I, I was curious about like what they go for online, so I, I googled it and I saw it. I believe I got the regular yellow eyes with the boat. Yes. These are the only three I knew of. I said I don't know about those. 
There's a Blue Eyes one, too. Oh, oh shit, this one. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. That's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I think I'm cool with the one that I That one's crazy. Oh, absolutely. But that's crazy. Yeah. No, there's like a, a billion different... But yeah, I got a, t- I got a Tim Curry and a Skarsgård. Uh, the thing with... Both, both Pennywise. I'm going to put them right there. Right on each that's side good. of my TV. <laughs> the downside of Funko is like there's like a billion different variations of certain characters, so it's impossible to collect every single one. Like, absolutely. I, like I like getting Batman, but there's like a billion different Batman I ones. I can only imagine. And, yeah, it's, and you even saw like there were some Batmans where it was like Joker Batman, Scarecrow Batman... Mm-hmm. Half robot monster Batman. Like I, I don't, I don't need all. Well, it's all all these different artists. Just, yeah, you know, sell their design to yeah. them. Um, what the guy was telling me as I was checking out for the Pennywise, uh, the Skarsgård one, was that they lost their license for the Skarsgård Pennywise. Really? Which is why they were priced higher hmm. and why he had so few of them. Hmm. He said he had a solid box earlier that week, and now he was down to the. The six that were there, and apparently one of them was a variant, which is why it was so mm. expensive. Makes sense. Um, yeah, we saw one of them that was like I think a hundred twenty, a hundred thirty dollars. Yep. Like it didn't make sense. It looked exactly like the other yeah. ones, but it was gone when we came back. Yeah, I don't know. It must have been something cool about so, it. So I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, so that happened. I got two little. I think I'm just gonna get horror ones. Honestly, if I'm That's if fine. I'm you know if I'm in a hot topic and I'm looking to use hot cash. And I'm looking for, you know, something to waste money on. I think that's going to become, like, get the Freddy, get the Jason, Plus get, they're, get they're, the Ash. They're good, like, stocking stuffers. Like, if, oh, if, yeah, if someone doesn't know what to get me for, for a birthday or, or, like, Christmas or whatever, they just know that I like certain characters. If they should come up with, like, here's a, an Adventure Time Finn pop. I mean, obviously, I have Finn and Jake already, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, this is awesome. Like, I'll, I'll set it with my collection, and it's cool. Yeah, you keep most of yours in box too. I'm gonna I'm gonna break those babies out though. Yeah, that's fine. I'm never gonna get rid. I'm never gonna sell them. With moving anything. and everything, it's just easier for me to transport them when they're in their box. Oh, all the rest of my figures, all the rest of everything. Like, um, I I do forget the company. I think it's uh, Reimage or something. They make like they look like old school Kenners. And for the layman, Kenners are like the old GI Joe, the old Star Wars figures from like the seventies, and there's a company that makes new figures of new things or things that have happened since the 70s in that style and i started collecting those i would say 2 years ago and i have a pretty i have a pretty i think i have like 16 of them and i just oh, okay. I, I hang them on my wall like a giant picture mm. and it's just it's funny I, i'm i'm uh, i'm the worst kind of collector cuz i just whenever i see them i throw money at it and next thing you know i'm like down 80 bucks and i'm like where'd that where'd that 80 bucks go my car's running out of gas i feel yeah. like we need to mention the thomas the tank engine fuck man <laughs> there were so many funny things i wanted to spend money on like there was a ash from evil dead like kenner that is completely custom made, and I asked the guy how much it was, and he was like a hundred bucks, and I was like, "Nope, it is a beautiful figure, but at the end of the day, it's a fucking Kenner. Like they're never going to do anything. They're not this. poseable. I'm not going to take it out of the box. I don't take any of them out of the box. And uh, fuck, like it's way too much. Beautiful figure though. We did see we, two. We saw two Star Wars <laughs> Kenner variants that were very funny. One of them was the burnt Uncle Ben or Uncle Owen. It's literally just like a From charred Tatooine. skeleton. It was, it was literally just the. It was the picture of you know when Luke looks over at the uh, moisture farm and he sees the two burnt skeletons, uh, Auntie and Uncle 
and uh, you know the sad music place. One of them was the burnt skeleton and said Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, and I was fucking hilarious. And to its left, and I almost started crying when I saw it because it even had like Vader's foot in the picture on the <laughs> on the cardboard. Was it was an Obi Wan Kenobi figure, but it's when he disappears in A New Hope, and all that's left is the robe sitting on the ground. That was and Vader toes it. He's like, he still has the lightsaber out. I see it in my mind right now, and he toes the fucking cape. Like, hey, you still there? So there was, <laughs> there was no action figure. It was just a cloth cape. No, it was vinyl. It was a little vinyl cape just sitting in a little box. It was great. <laughs> it was the funniest then, thing. So yeah, we go we, around the other side of the booth. Oh, shit, you could do it. <laughs> and out of the corner of my eye, there's this this lovely blue box that catches my eye, and, I, and it's got like Japanese print on it, text and shit. And I'm like, oh, what's this? And I see Thomas the Tank Engine. And I was like, oh, I mean, who's gonna buy a Thomas the Tank Engine action figure? Motherfucker, it was a fucking transformer. It like transformed into like this shitty giant, little robot. shitty little robot. <laughs> With, like, his face on the stomach. It looked like a <laughs> shitty combination of Voltron and the Megazord from Power Rangers. It was so bad. You ever see that video? It's, like, the, the Team Fortress 2, like, Gary's yeah, Mod. But it's the it's it's Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. song. Yeah, that's that's what it looked like. That's what the machine looked like. It was great. It really did look like that, though. It was an, it was an Autobot with Thomas's stupid face in the middle of it. And it was all blue, like his tank. It was funny. It was really fucking funny. And we didn't even ask how much it was because part of me, like, would have been really depressed, like, spending money on that. I and think part of me would have part of me would have bought it if it was a fair price. I think that's why I didn't ask. Like, if he yeah, said, like said twenty, I'd have bought it. If he would have said like thirty bucks, I probably would have been absolutely like, <laughs> anything less than thirty. I'd be like, yeah, like here you go. <laughs> Give me it. It's like a shit post in, in, in like physical. Yeah, format. I would have put that shit on my work desk and owned it. I'd been like, yeah, no, it was nice. Yeah, they'd be like, why do you have a Thomas the Tank Engine toy right there? And you'd right. be like, yeah, and you'd have a little robot, and they'd be like, so why do you have a little Thomas the Tank Engine transformer on your desk? And you'd be like, why not? And transform Fuck that. Oh anyway, That's uh, good. it was a really fun time. We went to King of Prussia and just fucking got lost for like an hour. Um, we tried gummy bears. Yeah, we went to Lolly and Pops. Uh, went to the Lego store. New store called Uncanny. That was really cool. And we had some Chick-fil-A. Some, mm. some high, high quality fast food mm. in a mall food court. But Chick-fil-A is nothing... <laughs> Compared to lots of pasta. Oh shit! You just dropped it. I dropped so it. So we uh, we we spent all fucking day together because, like I told you, you're mine today. That's and fine. We just got out of seeing, and it was my third time seeing it. Um, it. It. Coincidentally, last night with Disco D, I just like it's the first time I had him on the couch since we had seen it. Really. And we talked about the script in his prior episodes so last last week's episode was the first time i got to talk to anyone about it and i was too stoned to really focus on any of the details so now we can we can kind of delve into that this is gonna date this episode this is gonna come out in like god when two three months and then people are gonna be like wow it it hasn't been in theaters for months and no, it's on Blu-ray now. Like, it's gonna be on Blu-ray, and they're gonna. You could you could uh, you could purchase our tracks as commentary <laughs> on, on the movie, but I still think it's a solid fucking movie. Yeah, it was good. But not not really terrifying. 
right? Like, there, um, there are No, parts. I'm not big on horror movies, and I did jump in one part, but... I, the reason why I don't like horror movies is because they pump up the volume so loud in movie theaters. And it, and hurts, I, it hurts my ears. I actually felt like the sound and the lighting was a, it was a, like the screen was a little too dark and the sound was a little muffled. Yeah, it's just in like our theater. But it just felt like it's very loud. So like I cover my ears so that it doesn't like give me a headache. Because a lot of the jump scares are like super fucking loud, and it just felt it just felt off balance. Like the music was like you said the the sound or the the movie was dim a little. To me, the sound was a little loud and light. It was just off. So I think I'm gonna rewatch it again. Um, I think we'll take my girlfriend to go see it next week or something, and then Fantastic. I'll probably, probably buy it on deep Blu-ray and watch it again. Absolutely. The minute the minute it comes out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. It's, I I loved it. Like like what I was saying in the car on the way back is like there's two kinds of people. It's like the nostalgia boners that just can't get over someone taking over a new iconic role, and then the people who are able to accept them as two different monsters. Anyone who's seen the two knows there's a very big difference between the kind of otherworldly performance we get with Skarsgård, because they have the budget and the time and the rating, and the kind of dated, creepy carny, because it's it looks very real. It looks like you're watching a three-hour-long soap opera. You know, honestly, it does. <clears throat> but Curry's performance is still the best thing about the miniseries. Oh, for sure. So, you know, it it's... I like both of them. You know, as ham as ham fisted and corny that the '90s one is, it instilled so much fear in me as a child. That that slideshow scene is still my favorite mm. scene in the entire movie. That was good. Just, that was a good scene. I just scene. think it's it really captures the otherworldly fucked up quality that Pennywise can have, and they they substitute it for a couple other scenes in the book and in the yeah. miniseries. But overall, I think. Still did a good fucking job. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I'm glad you liked it, too. Yeah. Because we, we literally just walked into it. And you still have your tickets. And, and Disco knows. Like, Disco Dracula knows. Like, him and I have, like, we, we usually hang out every week. The, we, we go see movies together all the time because um, we're huge movie people. And I believe the last time we walked into a movie for free was, like... What we're seeing, like Fantastic Beasts, where to find them or something? Maybe not. Uh, Regardless, there have been so many times we walked into that movie theater because no one is at the ticket handing station, and it's just like, fuck. Well, I guess, I guess this one's on the company. The the movie starts at a certain time. I'm just gonna stand here for like 20 minutes waiting for someone to show up. Absolutely. So you just walk on through. I already knew where the theater was and what time frame, and got a drink and sat on down. It's one thing I'm gonna miss about this place is the kind of no one gives a shit attitude. But to be fair, it's not like we didn't pay for anything. You already had two free tickets. I did have two free tickets, but I had also stolen them from my prior job. Alright, so we're back to being pieces of shit. I am a piece of shit. Newsflash, lots of pasta, Captain Death is a piece of shit. Alright. Alright, so I'm here with Sir Booberry, as I've already mentioned. Uh, we had a long day, but we wanted to talk about it with everyone and, you know, eternalize it on the digital mainframe. And, yeah, you uh, know, our, our, our lives are sometimes boring, but we think they're cool. And, you know, you're going to listen to I it. I don't, like like I've said multiple times, I don't see this, you know, I see a finish line in my mind 
for the podcast. I don't see it going anywhere, but it's something that because the internet is the internet might might get more listeners, might get people to listen to it. Of course. And that's and that's all I want is just to to bring joy and laughs to be to entertaining. And you know, like I said, 20 years from now, I'm going to re-listen to these. Oh, for sure. And find them just as funny. Absolutely. As I do now. Or or if I'm fucking dead, <laughs> We'll play them at your funeral. <laughs> you guys can listen to these and be like, man, we should have known <laughs> that he I'm was gonna fucked like, up. I'm going to find all the clips of you being baked. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play them at your funeral. Please, please promise Your me family's going to be there and it's just going to be like, Well, that's the funny high. thing is like half of my family would already know I was high, but my parents would not. Exactly. Funny, funny stuff, folks. Yucks. So, yep, we are here on Lots of Pasta doing the thing we do, and that's reading the uh, the creeps and the spoops found on the interwebs. We we need to backpedal a little bit because kind of fucked up. I mean, I wouldn't say fucked up. I I would say more of a misstep with. Your last episode, the first story we read, which we will talk more in detail about um, shortly. <sighs> what episode was it? I had it brought up. Just so that I know. So I could. Just to be clear, we direct. don't make mistakes. We just take. Episode 42. No, this, this happened with a Django episode, too. A Django episode recently happened, and I had to backpedal to like three of his episodes prior. Sometimes I just don't realize that a story has uh, part two, part three, you know. I just think a a story is a standalone story. I don't think it's a series. And at the time when I grabbed that first story, uh, I didn't realize. But I remember reading it with you and going like, wow, that ending really didn't go anywhere. You know, they talk, there's so much uncertainty left at the end of that story. And you're just like... It was cool though. It was off. It was a little off-putting, and it was very Silent Hill. And we were just like, "All right, let's move on." Like yeah. we, I, I was, I was almost sure that there was another part, and I just said, "We, I'm not gonna waste time. We're recording right now. I'm not gonna waste time going and finding those parts right now." And I'm pretty sure I told everyone to go fuck themselves <laughs> if they expected that from us. But we are here now, going back and doing the rest of those parts. The title of that first story was called, These Are the Last Texts My Brother Sent Me Before He Went Missing. Help, please. I don't remember that help, please, Um, being there uh, the first time around. But apparently there are five parts, and we read the first part on your last episode, episode 42. It's the very first story, so if you haven't read that, you might not enjoy this episode. Or if you haven't listened to 42, you might not get, you know, you, you'll be missing that first step. What the fuck are you doing? Going. Go listen to it. Yeah. Pause I mean, this they, right they now. No, no. Pause this right now. There's no and way you get to, to one without, specifically one of your uh, other episodes, without listening to your first well, if, three if, episodes. If they haven't, pause and go listen to I it. I believe you are episodes 7, 12, and 42. 42.0. Dab, 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 alert. Dab, dab, dab. But we read part one already, so we're just going to jump right into part two. First off, I want to thank all of those who have reached out to me to provide support. 
I chose to post this on Reddit, perhaps foolishly, because I know this kind of community has helped solve mysteries in the past. Granted, a majority of the people on Reddit only want to spew messages of hate. There are still a good chunk of you who are decent human beings. So thank you. Second of all, I want to clear, clear up something. Where we are located in the US, we don't get a lot of rain. So if it rains for more than half an hour, we tend to find that big news. So that explains my brother's surprise with rain. Lastly, a lot of you are drawing comparisons to works of fiction, like the Langoliers. Stephen King. Trust me, I thought the exact same thing. And that is why I never told anyone but my parents. And that is why I have been so secretive with details. I don't want my family to be mocked and ridiculed. And yes, many of you will ask, why post it on Reddit if you don't want to be mocked and ridiculed? Like I said, sometimes this community is able to help. I just want to give a big thanks to all of those who have spoken kind words and showed true compassion. You have no idea how helpful it has been. It is for this particular group that I am making this update for. The rest of you, go ahead and downvote this post. I am in no way interested in fame or glory or anything else. Last night, I went to my parents' room after they fell asleep and I grabbed my mother's phone. Below is the thread of messages from my brother. My parents were at a movie th that afternoon, so that'll explain their lack of response. And before you ask, my parents actually heed the warning to silence your phone at a movie theater, so my mom had no idea she was getting this, the texts. I'm leaving Emily's now. Let me know if you're picking up dinner after the movie. Holy shit, it's actually raining. Did you hear that boom? Where's Jasper at? House is so quiet, smells weird. Did you burn something? FYI, Chris is a dick. Jesus, careful driving home in the rain, it's insane. I think the rainstorm knocked out all the power. If you're reading this, can you try and call me? I don't know where Chris is at, but there's a loud noise. Sounds like it's coming from inside the house. Call me. Seriously, please call. Mom, please call me as soon as you can. Mom. God, I fucking hate Chris. Why will no one text me back? Chris, Emily. My battery is about to die. I'm going to go over to the Garrets to see if I can use their cell. Love you. Why? That was it. I honestly don't know why my parents wanted to hide those from me. The only reason I can think of is that he said he hated me. Maybe they didn't want me to see his last comment about me. I don't know. Just for background, the Garrets are our nearest neighbors. They live about a quarter of a mile away. We did speak with them and they didn't see or hear from Tom that day either. I honestly doubt my dad's cell has any more. I can try it, but Tom usually only ever texts my mom. They were like best friends. I don't know guys, I was hoping the text would have more clues, more information anything. I just want to know where my brother is. Chris is a dick. Chris is a fucking dick, mom. <laughs> I don't even know why you pushed him out of your vagina. He's a dick. Yeah. Uh, and now Emily's so not why, even answering me. So why do you think where do you think the, uh, the anger is coming from? I want to know why he said why. Why? Yeah, no, that, that is important. Why? Why what? Why? There's no answering? Why... Is something happening to him and he wants to know why? Like, is he being punished? It's weird. You know, uh, the idea of... <laughs> it's almost funny. It's like, man, something's off. I'm going to keep texting people, multiple people, at the same time. I'm confused. I'm going to keep texting people. Like, that why had to have come at a very prominent time. Like, yeah. when something is approaching him or he finds out where the noise is coming from or where he is... Why choose to text why instead of just, like, saying it to yourself? Which almost... Does he want, like, a record? I would say either that or he's he's physically 
incapable of asking more, and that's all he's able to send. You know? Yeah. He read. I don't, I really, he has enough time to text out why. I don't know. I but don't we're going to find out because this is... This is part three. Update number three. I want to apologize to anyone who I haven't responded to in private messages. I'm trying to get through all of them. I want to let you guys know that I took your advice, although I feel like I will regret it, and I gave my details to a psychic who is actually in my area. They'll be coming to out tomorrow when my parents are going to lunch with my grandparents. I will hopefully have something noteworthy to post tomorrow. I hope to God I don't regret this. Also, I forgot to mention, many of you suggested looking for bodies of water along the route from Emily's to my house. I live in the desert, so there's no, there are no bodies of water along that route. Also, some of you suggested driving the route he did. I've driven it at least a couple dozen times just over the past few days, and nothing out of the ordinary. Our Redditor just reminded me of another update. I spoke with our neighbors again yesterday as well, per your guys' recommendation. Their story was the same. They didn't see or hear from Tom that day. They're an unassuming elderly couple, three children, seven grandchildren, and I honestly didn't have any reason to suspect them. I did try to subtly check their property for any signs of Tom, but I didn't find anything of any importance. Again, I just want to thank those of you who have been supportive. A hefty majority of you have actually been really thoughtful and kind, but of course, this is Reddit. There is still a large amount of people who felt the need to mock me or call me a liar. But like I said, the update was never for them, it was for the people who have personally reached out to me via private messages, provided possible explanations, and directed me to possible avenues of assistance. Unfortunately, due to a number of threats I received via private messages, I will not be releasing any personal information. I have reported those to Reddit, whatever good uh, that might do, in hopes that I can at least continue to update the people who actually care. This update is to let you all know I did speak with Emily earlier this morning. Like my family, she is still very shaken up over the loss of my brother. At first, she was reluctant to speak with me. She was even more reluctant to let me see her phone, but I was thankfully able to persuade her. Tom didn't text Emily very often between the time he left her house and the time that his final messages came through. But below is the conversation. Power's out at our house. Really? Weird. Yeah, house smells weird. Jasper's gone. Oh no, where is he at? Weird. I can't call out. Can you try calling me? Go straight to voicemail. Em, can you call me? I tried. Straight to voicemail. Are you getting these texts? Yeah, babe. I tried calling. Straight to voicemail. Hello? Hello? Fuck, what the fuck is wrong with this shit? Did you get that? Won't go through. What, babe? Gonna go to the neighbors. Phone about to die. Texts won't go through to them. Why? Babe, you're freaking me out. Me Helmer. The last text, Emily and I came up with a theory. Autocorrect always tries to change M into me. And we played around with some misspellings of the last word. We found if you mistype help me, you can get Helmer from autocorrect. I sometimes wish we wouldn't have figured out the last part. Was he in danger? Or was he just scared? Or something else entirely? M help me. Me Helmer. Me Helmer. Um, part of me thought- Ah oh, shit, me Helmer. It's gone. <laughs> I don't know where me Helmer at. Part of me thought that this was the kind of story that had, like, more dimensions than the story we're getting. Like, maybe someone... Uh, what is it? Uh, Dionysus House. Dionysus House is this fiction. I've mentioned it before on a prior episode, I think, with Django. Um, it's this online fiction that jumps from random blog spots all over the internet and each of them reveals a little bit more of this ongoing narrative of people going missing at this at, at very distinct types of houses in each state. And um, you had to read the threads 
in the blog spot to get more mm. of what the narrative was saying. And this guy talks so much in detail about what the threads and the private messages consist of that maybe I feel like we may or may not, just for the audience, we may or may not be missing like an extra bit of information he might be responding to people in a thread or he might have multiple usernames and he's just like fiction you know maybe i mean it does seem like he's interacting with the 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 chat or the the comment section i think a lot of them are just telling him like you know oh talk to a medium talk to whatever talk to a spirit guide whatever like i'm sure if we dived into the comment section you, you know we might get a better idea of what people think it is but I'm kind of, I, I kind of, and, wa- and I like that they're approaching it, or at least even if this is like fiction, um, the way that the thread is written is very real. It's oh, absolutely! Like, it's they're running with the narrative. It's yeah. like you it'll, should, it'll, you should definitely get help. You should do. It makes the story yeah, that like, much better. But people, I, people are talking about the messaging system. I almost don't want to see what people are suggesting in the comment section because <laughs> I'd, I'd rather like develop my own conclusions and then like come back and see. Oh, if, uh, yeah. No, I, I to see agree. if we were right or I agree. It's just you know there there are multiple facets to these kinds right. of stories, and I I, I always recommend um, Dionysus House because it's fucking creepy, but it's it's such a wide source yeah. all over the internet that it took me a couple days to get through all of it. And as as great as the material is, there's you have to experience it right online yourself like a fucking like detective. Yeah, you can't just. Um, you can't just read it to an audience right. and, and be like, experience this. Um, but that was interesting. Yeah. But that's, I still like it. Yeah, no, I think good it's good cool. so I'm, I'm a sucker for gimmicks, man. No, I, think, I think it's hilarious. Now we go to part four. I honestly don't even know what to say right now, guys. I've typed out an update at least a half a dozen times since last night. I get about halfway done, reread what I wrote, and delete it. I don't know if I think that if I don't type it, it won't be true. But really, how do I know what she said is even true? I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, so the psychic came over yesterday. I won't go over every single detail of how I found her. Simply put, she saw my post, she recognized the article, and she messaged me privately. Also, I wanted to let you guys know my parents had no idea I called her. I think to them, calling upon a psychic is admitting that Tom might be dead. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Nothing against the psychic, but the whole situation was extremely awkward. She didn't talk much as she walked around the house. She just made notes on her notepad. It wasn't until we got to my room that she started to talk. I taped most of the session. I'll transcribe what was said in my room. Did Tom spend a lot of time in this room? Yes, we used to play Xbox a lot. And you say it's been a few months since he went missing? Roughly. It's odd. I can sense another energy in this room. It's stronger than an imprint, though. It's... Almost as strong as your own. What does that mean? It means that someone else is in this room with us right now. Is it Tom? It's complicated. Even though I say it's in this room, it's actually not. It's here, but not here. At this point, I was beyond aggravated. I know this is frustrating and complicated, especially since you don't really believe in what I do. Some of what people on Reddit have been saying is accurate about dimensions, universes. The energy I feel is not on this plane of existence. Where is it? Again, it's not that easy. It's not like a map where you can just point to a spot. Is he dead? Is he a ghost? 
No. Whatever energy this is, it is most definitely from something living. It feels weakened, though. Frustrated, angry, scared. Well, if it is Tom, how do we get him back? Again, not that easy. I'll need to go over everything I can pull from the exact day and time you mentioned. The only thing I can imagine is that at that specific time, there was a perfect storm, so to speak, cosmically, that perhaps allowed him to tear through space and time. That would explain that boom noise he mentioned, the burning smell. So, can he come back? There's a lot of variables here. First of all, we don't know if this energy is Tom. Second of all, we don't know where he really is right now. Third, we don't know what happened to get him there. If it was a cosmic perfect storm, something like that might not happen again for years, decades, possibly longer. Reading this over again, I just want to delete it and forget it. This just feels so... I don't know. It can't be. Like, this crap doesn't happen. Like some of you said, this is Stephen King type shit. This doesn't happen in the real world. The psychic had to leave as my parents were headed back home. She said she'll get back in touch with me when she has more information. I'm going to continue to try to recreate the events of that day if I can. If there's any chance what she said is right, I can't just leave Tom where he is. Stephen King going full circle! I'm getting a Stranger Things vibe. Like a and Landeliers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, and I like that this was written three years ago. I oh, like, yeah. I like that this was prior Stranger Things. You know, it... Yeah. it I love when people do shit like that. Before big things come out? No, I love them. Mainstream media is the source of my existence. I still think that it's, it's, it's alarming, the creativity on the internet sometimes. Dude, going on Reddit sometimes, I mean, it's like 50-50. Either it's a cesspool of shit, but you got to weed through it and you get like this. It's like some quality creativity. Like a lot of times, most people spend their time on, on popular Reddits like, um, you know, sports reddits and, and video game reddits or whatever, mm-hmm. but like the the no sleeps and stuff like that, like that's where you find some of the most creative stuff. Part number five. I think a lot of you are under the assumption my family and I haven't been doing everything and anything in our power to find my brother, but I assure you we have. His face is plastered across across town on signs in local papers and local TV. Why won't I give up more personal information? Well, I can show you about a few dozen hate messages I received from Redditors threatening me and my family to help you understand why. I know how the internet works. I know that the minute one of these people has my information, they all will. Christ, next thing you know, I have an army of Redditors standing outside my family's home. I completely agree with all the private messages calling me crazy. I honestly think sometimes that I might be. I called a psychic for crying out loud. I borrowed a Ouija board yesterday. I mean, what happened to me? Before all this happened, I was normal. I was rational. I would have never genuinely listened to a psychic. I would have never have sat in my room and used a Ouija board in the middle of the night. Call it desperation. Call it a mental breakdown. Call it what you will. I just want to believe he's not kidnapped or murdered. I just want to believe he wasn't tripping out on drugs. Don't ask me why thinking he's lost in some other dimension actually makes me feel more at ease. Dude, let me tell you, acid will make you feel like you're in another dimension. <laughs> but it, it does. It's almost like that's more believable to me, more plausible. I looked up to my brother. He was strong, smart. He was untouchable. He was too smart for drugs. He was too strong to be kidnapped. 
too smart for drugs. Is there really such a thing? Me. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Be cool, kids. Stay in school. But a cosmic perfect storm or whatever the hell you want to call it, well, who can stop that, you know? God, it's so ridiculous. I used the Ouija board. I laughed at myself. It's made by Hasbro, man. So apparently their lineup is Transformers, Battleship, oh, Speaking with Spirits. Makes sense, right? It was late. I was tired. I know what I saw wasn't real. But what if by some chance it was? What if by some fucked up chance, when I asked if the energy in the room was my brother, and the heart-shaped piece moved to yes, that was actually him? What if, when I asked where he was, and the piece spelled out the word lost, that was actually him? What if, when I asked how did he get there, and the piece spelled I don't know, IDK, that was him? What if, when I started to cry like a baby, and that damn heart-shaped piece moved by itself and spelled miss you, that was Tom. It wasn't though, right? According to everything rational and logical and scientific and mathematical, and it wasn't him, right? It can't be him. Can it? Yo, your boy is fucking missing. He is dead and you are tripping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I know. It's just the only thing I can think of that rhymed in the moment. <laughs> is this the last update? Yeah, that's the last one. Oh, no, no, so, no. No, 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 wait, there is another one. So it looks like Chris, the, the brother who was looking for his lost brother, stopped updating after five, but it looks like there, there was an update from the girlfriend. So we're going we're gonna to read that one. Hi, guys. I need help. My boyfriend's brother, Chris, has been posting on here under the username Chris2485. From the sound of his posts, he's been in contact with a few of you, and I'm hoping someone might have some information about his whereabouts. The last time I saw him was last weekend. We talked about Tom and I showed him the text. After that, I didn't hear a word from him until a few days ago when he called to tell me he spoke with some psychic. He sounded scared and confused. Then he started rambling about Reddit and no sleep. It didn't take me long to find his posts. When I, when I called to tell him to be careful who he was talking to, he didn't answer. I tried calling and texting, but nothing. Then this morning, his parents called me. They were asking if I knew where he might be they haven't seen him since the previous night. I went over straight away. Their poor mother now having to worry about two missing sons. I didn't know what to do or say. I felt so useless. I went through his room and I found the Ouija board on his bed. I found a bunch of books on dimensions and portals and vortexes. I found the video recording of the psychic. She looked like an absolute quack. Then I found a local road map. There was a giant X marked on it between my house and his. I told his parents about it and we drove to the spot marked, but there was nothing there. Just a large stretch of empty road. There were a few roadside memorials, but other than that, not a thing in sight. I tried accessing his Reddit profile, but I can't figure out his password. As I was typing this, I just got a text from Chris's phone. It says, horrible mistake. What the heck is going on? So it looks like horrible he... Mistake. He went to the upside. Some kind of portal upside down thing. He figured out how to... He recreated the events or it happened again. He's now where his brother's at. Terrible mistake. And I'm telling I'm telling the audience right now, there's definitely a conversation he is having on the comments. And they they definitely divulge the story a little bit more, but I'm gonna leave that up to Yeah, so I don't I don't think else. I saw in the comments while you're scrolling through people some people were saying murderer or whatever. I don't think it's a murderer based on Absolutely the not. based on the roadside memorials. Because Absolutely. if it was a murderer, he wouldn't be texting big mistake. The roadside memorials are to imply that people have gone missing on this road before. Yeah, like it's happened before. But 
the fact that he they're texting like big mistake or shit like that. Like that. The they, horrible mistake just leads me to believe. Like let's. He said it is the way it is described in part one is very much of Silent Hill, the Upside Down. Yeah. He finds a way to get there to find his brother, and realizes he can't. He either can't get back. Or it wasn't his brother. Yeah. Like his brother's the dead. Vibe, the vibe I got with the Ouija board thing was like insidious. You know, yeah, where okay. it's like, where it's like, you think you're talking to some kind of banal poltergeist. I did get a poltergeist vibe, like a, like a, we're going to save your daughter kind of thing. And um, insidious flipped the script. And that's why I like the first one so much is that. It wasn't the poltergeist. It was the big bad. It was a fucking demon, like, fucking with them. And, like, you don't go dimension hopping. You don't go astral projecting, people. Like, you don't. We don't know what's on the other side of these things. You don't fuck with that shit. You watch Stranger Things. It's a very, like, PG-13 way of saying, like, look at fucking Barb. (laughs) You know? Like, it's... It's not all roses and sunshine. Yeah, Sometimes you like, don't come back. Like, the the people who went over there, you know, most most of them died. Only, pretty much, pretty only three of them, four of them, have gone to the other side and come back. Just keep that in mind. And Silent Hill, like, m- most never got out. It's nuts to think about. And I think the horrible mistake could be read as either he found his brother and he can't get out, or it's a lot worse than yeah. he initially imagined, or... He was tricked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that one makes sense, too. I, I do I do like the ambiguity. You know, that's what drew, drew us back yeah. to this narrative. The ending wasn't isn't any clearer. Absolutely not. Not any clearer. Absolutely. We came back to this saying, like, I would love to see where this goes. It goes... We still don't know. It goes nowhere. But having the added detail that he had some drama with his brother was using that shit against him he kept saying hate you so it's why would he say miss you you know right, like, when you're faced with like life threatening so... things like you you start to like oh yeah you definitely it. get sympathetic yeah absolutely but um but it's it's very interesting and i know that reading through these comments you can probably pick up on a couple things yourself but we're not going to do that no um that's just no. too much shit but I still liked it. I still thought oh, it was absolutely. cool as shit. I enjoyed that for sure. Yeah, we'll have to get you back here to read the other material I got for you. Sure. But I still think that that was a fun little little roundup we had there. Yeah, it feels good to get, I, well, I guess not closure, but <laughs> more, no sense of more closure. context. No sense of closure, but it's still it's still. I cool. like it more now than I did when I first read it. When we first read True, it. True, because it, it was short. The it first, was short, uh, and it was kind of just like, okay. Yeah. And now it's like, all right, I, all right. Now there's some meat to it. Yeah. No. There's there's some meat on them bones. Yeah. Oh, so what what'd you think of today? What'd you think of this episode? Any any final thoughts? No. Any final graces. Uh don't fuck with things you don't understand. Yeah, I feel like that goes without saying. Yeah. Like you know, ever since we started this show, I could think back to the first like ten recordings. Like I had like ten of the closest people to me, like come and record and it's just like initial premise of like the first couple episodes is just like why do people fuck with shit that they don't understand i'm not like like, i don't know that i believe in the parent like 
ghosts and shit, like the paranormal. But I, I don't not believe in it enough to do sure. shit like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out and say, like, ghosts are real. But if someone's like, yo, dude, you want to go practice a seance and try to summon a ghost? I'd be like, hell fucking no. Like, absolutely. I, absolutely not. Shout out to no. episodes 34 and 35 where we where we th- hypothetically divulge that very topic. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Django do a part two two part special on creepy games you could play in your house that deal with breaking dimensions and speaking to ghosts. I will never have a Ouija board in my shit house. Like that. I will like, never have a Ouija board in my house. I think the entire like two part just starts with like don't do any of this. It just all sounds bad. It all set like midnight man sounds fucking nightmare inducing. Not it's gonna just, do that. Not ever gonna do a Ouija board. Not like that. That'll never step foot in my house. Apparently, like, J- apparently Django has done really Ouija shit, and like that. That's why I had him on the two parters. Like he brought some context to it. But like again, I'm with you. I'm with you completely. I have, I <laughs> the way I the way I rationalized it to him is like, I don't want to know that. No. Let me live my banal existence and figure it out when I figure it out. If I come back out. as a ghost, I come back as a ghost. Yeah, if I if I die and I'm, like, in this, like, veiled... And, like, my, my spirit enters this, like, veiled dimension that is very much like our own, but it's not, like... I'm gonna want to. I'm not gonna want to think about that my entire mortal no. life. Sounds I'm gonna. Good. I'm gonna think about it when I'm a fucking yeah, I'll, spirit. I'll cross that bridge when I get, <laughs> when I get there. That's like that's all of my problems. It's like credit. Uh, that I care a little fi- more about. Financials. It's like I'll cross that bridge when I, I'll cross that bridge when I get when I die. If I become a ghost, I'll cross that bridge when I, I get like those there. Those are very different. Those are very different <laughs> I issues. Fall, see, I consider them very similar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never opening a joint credit card with you. <laughs> yeah, we're never, we're never getting married. We're not. <laughs> Why else am I doing the show? <laughs>